This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, March 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Feds grapple with outbreak impact. Deadline for input on NEPA reform. And Department of Justice buys time for appealing biofuel decision. Outbreak hits meetings, but Roberts persists. The coronavirus outbreak is starting to have an impact on the nation's capital. This week's scheduled meeting of the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee will now take place online rather than in person. The Dietary Advisors meeting is the last before the committee publicly shares its draft report on May 11th. The decision was made to move to an online-only format out of an abundance of caution in response to travel restrictions imposed by some of the committee members' employers, according to USDA. In the meantime, a major annual food policy conference has been postponed. The two-day meeting sponsored by Consumer Federation of America was scheduled to include a keynote address by FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn. Now take note, Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Pat Roberts, who isn't running for re-election, made a farewell speech yesterday morning to the School Nutrition Association despite his staff's concerns about him being in a crowd. Roberts told reporters, but I know these folks and I really want to thank them. He's 83 years old and acknowledged that the people that are very vulnerable are people like me. He says he feels fine so far. The SNA Legislative Action Conference went on as scheduled. Purdue pledges flexibility to schools. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue used a speech to SNA yesterday afternoon to outline steps USDA is taking to make it easier for low-income kids to get meals during school closures. For schools where the majority of children are eligible for free or reduced-price lunches, Purdue is offering rules waivers that will allow all of the students to pick up bagged lunches at the schools. Normally, they would be required to eat on site. USDA granted waivers to Washington State on Friday and California on Saturday. You can read more about USDA and the coronavirus outbreak at agripulse.com. McKinney, too early to tell trade impact. Ted McKinney, USDA's trade undersecretary, says it's still too early to say what impact coronavirus might have on China's ability to import American farm goods. The Chinese have not yet asked for a reprieve from their commitment to purchase $36.5 billion of U.S. farm commodities this year, he said yesterday on the sidelines of the Association of American Pesticide Controls officials' annual meeting in Alexandria, Virginia. Our eyes are on the prize at the end of the year, he said, referring to when China is supposed to complete its 2020 commitments under the Phase 1 trade deal. Poultry growth offsets decline in China's feed demand. China's demand for livestock feed is down after African swine fever cut deeply into the country's pork production. But Chinese farmers, spurred on by the government, are ramping up output in the poultry, egg, and aquaculture sectors and offsetting some losses according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China's swine herd was cut roughly in half due to ASF, but Chinese demand for feed is forecast to drop just 1%, 
or about 5 million metric tons in the 2019-20 market a year. It could have been much worse, but broiler production has already increased by about 16%, egg production up by 6%. Domestic industry estimates show that the increase in poultry feed is estimated to offset 65 to 70% of the hog feed loss, that according to FAS. Today's the last day for NEPA comments. The Council on Environmental Quality is getting a lot of input on whether to move forward with changes to the National Environmental Policy Act. The proposals are being roundly criticized by environmentalists, but supported by business groups. Today is the comment deadline, and CEQ has already received more than a 100,000 comments, a good portion of those no doubt the product of organized write-in campaigns. When the proposal was announced, ag groups such as the American Farm Bureau Federation, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and Public Lands Council spoke glowingly of it, saying it will streamline what has turned into a cumbersome process. But green groups and their allies in Congress say the intended changes to the landmark law will limit consideration of climate change impacts and curtail public input. CEQ has rejected numerous requests to extend the 60-day comment period, doing so officially in a letter to members of Congress. EPA gets more time on SRE appeal. The 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has granted a request that will give EPA another 15 days to file its appeal to a ruling that could reshape how the agency distributes waivers from the nation's biofuel mandate. The news came yesterday by way of a notice from the circuit's clerk. EPA will now have until March 24th to file its request for a rehearing of the case, a little more than two weeks past the original deadline that expired yesterday. The ruling struck down three small refinery exemptions and could strike down many more if applied nationally, which biofuel groups want to see happen. Now take note. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said February 28th at the Commodity Classic he expects the Tenth Circuit decision to be implemented nationwide and that the refinery exemptions would be significantly reduced. But he told reporters yesterday the administration is taking a further look at that to see whether to appeal the decision or not. Livestock haulers seek another delay in ELD. Livestock marketers are on Capitol Hill this week asking congressional appropriators to extend a delay of the electronic logging device mandate for livestock haulers. Chelsea Good, vice president of government affairs for the Livestock Marketing Association, tells AgriPulse the group is also asking the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration to give haulers more flexibility with drive time. Good said if you are that close to getting to the feed yard or the packing plant, it's a better thing for the animals and the humans to finish that haul and then rest once the haul is complete. Good argues ELDs don't have flexibilities built in for livestock transport. Here's today's He Said It. I am definitely one of those that feel like they were too loose. I concur with the Tenth Circuit decision. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue saying he supported the appeals court ruling striking down some small refinery exemptions handed out by EPA. But he went on. The Department of Justice, as you know, makes determinations on behalf of the United States whether we appeal or not. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, March 10th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.